Well, hello there. My name is Jan Burt, and this is my podcast, The Burt Not Ernie Show, where we talk about God's promises and the hope those promises bring to our everyday lives. Whenever I meet somebody new, I introduce myself as Jan Burt and say, like Burt and Ernie, since it's easy to confuse my last name with a different one. And almost always, people smile when they think of Burt and Ernie. That got me thinking. I'm a Burt, and I'm not an Ernie. But how often do we live as if we're someone God never meant for us to be? Part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Hence the name, The Burt Not Ernie Show. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dig into God's promises. Well, hey, hello again, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Burt Not Ernie Show, part of the Spark Network, now playing on the Edify app. This is episode 85. So today we're going to take a look at the Old Testament book of Isaiah, chapter 33, which is, ah, man, it's an encouraging chapter of that book. Chapter 33 is fabulous, fabulous. I mean, all of Isaiah is amazing and profound, but this is a great chapter. And, you know, here's a little fun fact about the book of Isaiah. That book of the Bible divides kind of the way the Bible divides. And what I mean by that is the number of books in the Old Testament, which is 39, Um, is the same as the number of chapters in Isaiah that we read before the book takes like a really kind of dun-dun-dun dramatic turn. And that turn it takes is toward enormous and unstoppable hope, which is, um, you know, if you listen to last week's episode, you know that hope is one of my favorite words at Christmas time. And when it's unstoppable hope, uh, how cool is that? What's better than that? So, and then there are 27 books in the New Testament of the Bible. And after we get through chapter 39 of Isaiah, there are 27 more chapters in Isaiah. So a total of 66 chapters and 66 books in Isaiah and in the Bible as a whole. And there are some people who are like the, um, you know, really smart dead guys or Bible scholars. And you know what I mean by really smart dead guys, right? Like the people who were oh my goodness, what they knew about the word of God is profound. Um, And they're with the Lord now, but man, they are still teaching through what they left pretty much in writing, but you know, not really. I mean, some of them spoke like Spurgeon and things and, and some of those messages have been documented, but um, mostly via their writing, they passed on what they learned and what they knew. And so you have this broad spectrum of people, commentators, et cetera, that have referred to Isaiah as almost like a mini Bible, like a Bible within the Bible. It's really a fantastic book. If you haven't studied it, it would be a great one to study. Is that a kind of a tall order? Um, yeah, it's a meaty book. There's a lot going on, um, but it is, uh, it's just amazing, right? So it's like you can, 66 chapters of, of Isaiah, 66 books of the Bible, and you can literally read along and see the entire tone of that book change when you get to toward the end of Isaiah, when you get to, you know, chapter 40. And then you can see the same thing in the New Testament when you end Malachi ends and there's what's known as the 400 years of silence. God was not speaking for 400 years, for four centuries. Can you imagine? Talk about feeling like you were in darkness and then boom, Matthew chapter one, first one. It's like the light pierces the darkness and here comes the Lord speaking to his people again. Like it's, it's, um, ah, the tone totally changes. And I love that Isaiah kind of shifts and moves along that same track. It's really, it's God, not good. God's amazing. God's amazing. And his word is amazing. It should blow our minds every single day. Um, 
and I don't mean that to be like um, weirdly sounding or anything, but like it should, there should be something about God's word every day as Christ followers. It makes us say, wow, just like, wow. Okay. So, um, and when we of course get to the new Testament, the big change that we see is what happens right at the beginning of the new Testament, the birth of Jesus, which is the one and only reason that I can say to you today, have a Merry Christmas. It's all Jesus from beginning to end. Also, I have some new equipment that I am using, a brand new, really um, amazing and awesome computer. It is, uh, it's cool. You know, my kids used to have this um, math program they would watch, and sometimes the math teacher would say, that's slicker than snot on a glass doorknob. And I know that sounds weird, but he would say that a lot, teach them some really cool math trick or shortcut or something. And then he would say, isn't that just slicker than snot on a glass doorknob? So that's kind of how I feel about this computer and my new stuff. It's slicker than snot on a glass doorknob. But if my sound is a little funny, that's why I am making adjustments because there are always new adjustments, rearranging the setup of things and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, that it's really important to me to honor the Lord and what he spoke over me at the beginning of podcasting and, um, other things that I've been doing, conference speaking and stuff. And that was just to never, ever be fake, but to be very, very real because it is not a contest. I'm not trying to win anything. I want to win at running my race, run my race as one who intends to win and get the prize from the Lord. But I'm not racing against anybody, just myself, if that makes sense. So I'm not, um, I don't care if it's Pinterest perfect or, or Instagram worthy. It doesn't matter to me at all because the Lord told me that cannot matter. It's not a contest. It's just life is what he laid on my heart. And I just want to link arms and do life with you. So if I seem very, very real at times, like stutter around and uh, make mistakes or, or whatever, it just seem maybe a little too real for somebody who's supposed to be put together. I ain't put together. I'm not. And I'm glad not to be because then guess who gets all of the credit and glory. If you're encouraged one single iota, it's all Jesus. It's all the Father. It's all the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. So um, anyway, back to Isaiah after my little rabbit trail about my new equipment and if it sounds funky. Okay. Does God ever cease to amaze you? Because he doesn't ever cease to amaze me. Just even that one little bit of information about Isaiah is amazing. And I have a desire for um, pretty much everybody on the planet to love the Lord to enjoy his word and to be amazed at God, like on the regular daily. I hope that you all through this very, can be very busy month of December and probably will be. Last December, 2020, let's be honest, we were all in a slowdown. This December, it's feeling a little bit more like traditional um, Christmases in America have felt for all of my life. And that can be a little bit hectic and a little bit crazy. Lots of good things, but man, we can get caught up in the shopping and the, you know, just the the go, go, go of it all. I want you to be amazed by God this Christmas season. I really, really do. So part of that is, of course, hearing God's word. I'm going to read the verse to you, Isaiah 33, verse 6, and then I'm going to share, um, then I'm just going to chat a little bit about it with you. And this is, um, I'm pretty sure this is the Amplified. I actually didn't make note of that. See, keeping it real. Don't be fake, Jan. Be very, very real. I think it's the Amplified. It might be New Living Translation, but let's say it's Amplified. Here it is. And he, that's capital H, so we're talking about the Lord here. And he will be the security and stability of your times 
a treasure of salvation, wisdom, and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is your treasure. Okay, so you may know if you have listened to the podcast for very long, or you may not know if you're new to the podcast, what comes to mind when I read that word will, W-I-L-L, when I say the word will in one of God's promises in the Bible, and this is a promise, make no mistake about it, this is a promise. Um, When I see that word will, I have to almost like, I have to double underline it. If I'm in my like hands-on Bible that I take notes in and that I highlight like crazy, I double underline it. And then I like to say the verse out loud and emphasize that word will that I just put two double underscore two underlines, right? And he will be the security and stability of your times, a treasure of salvation, wisdom, and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is your treasure. Will, will, he makes a promise. He says he will do something. So he will do it. And God has never yet failed, not even once to keep his promises. He has never failed even once in the keeping of his promises. So this is a check that you and I can take to the bank and it will cash all day long. How great is that? Okay, so what's the promise here? What is the promise here for us? I'm so glad you asked. Let's look at it. He, meaning God, will be the security and stability of your times, of your times. Oh, hello there. That sounds like pretty much exactly what we need to know right here, right now, at this exact moment in history. Does that not sound good? To know beyond all shadow of a doubt that you have security and you have stability regarding your times, your personal times. Please don't forget, like ever, ever, ever forget that our God is a personal God. You know those genealogies that you might find um, kind of boring, if you're honest, like you're reading in the, some Old Testament books and, and some parts of the Gospels, and you're reading the genealogies, you might be like, okay, I'm just, I'm thinking about other things while I read this. This is not, um, this isn't like reading about one of Jesus's miracles. I'm just kind of reading it. You might consider it kind of boring. Well, have you ever considered this? God took up space in his word to put down the names of those individuals. He is a very personal God. He doesn't just randomly throw things into his living and active word. They were put there on purpose. Those names were put there by the men who penned the books of the Bible at the leading of the Holy Spirit. They were the ones holding the pen, but the Holy Spirit really is the author of God's word, right? It's his word. It's not man's word. So they're there on purpose. He took up that space intentionally with those names. He's a personal God and every name listed in all those lists of names, every name shows us how much he loves each and every one of us individually and personally. You have security and stability regarding your times personally in him. When God says that he will be something for us, for his people, he means it. So when he says he will be, our security. He will be our stability. Does he not mean it? He absolutely does. So it's kind of like our duty. And I do take it seriously. Like it's a duty. Like, you know, duty in the military is serious. This is serious. Our duty is to believe him, just to believe. He is right now my security. He is right now my stability in my personal times that I am experiencing, dealing with, living, living in, battling through right now. This is personal, and I have to make a decision to honor him enough to really believe him. Can you do that along with me this Christmas? Can you believe 
that God is going to be today and tomorrow and et cetera, et cetera, to the end of your days, your stability and your security, even in what may be the most unstable and insecure time in our lifetimes, like maybe possibly ever. I mean, we are living in very unique times. They feel unstable. They feel insecure. Look, let's be completely honest. There could be some news story about X, Y, and Z, and you would just be like, yeah, all three of those things happened today. I'm not surprised. You know, I mean, we you, we were just chalking it up to, okay, 2020, yeah, but now it's advanced to a new level where we're like, okay, we pretty much all know we ain't going back to how things used to be, right? I mean, nothing surprises us anymore. Can we, in the midst of not being surprised by just the, the kookiness of the way that life is now, how how quickly we have adjusted to crazy things being like, yeah, that's reality. Whereas a couple of years ago, we'd have been like, there's no way. What are you crazy? That's not going to happen. We would have been like, you need to vet your source. I need to do some research. Oh, I'm skeptical. I doubt that. Now we're like, yeah, that sounds about right. Look, so so I say all that to say, unstable and insecure can describe the era that we're living in. And right here in the midst of this, God is saying to us, he will be our security and he will be our stability. I love that. And I'm so thankful for that. I hope you are too. Like I need it. I need it so badly. I'm sure I'm not the only one. And he always meets me at my point of need. He knows what I need better than I do. And so you know what? He's got this. He's such a good God. So can you do that with me this Christmas just to believe him? believe that he will continue to be what we need most right now, right now. And then tomorrow he'll be it again and so on. I mean, you know, things could get worse and per the book of Revelation, they will get worse, but our God, he never gets worse. Walking with Jesus, things only and always get better. Call me a sap. You can call me sappy if you want to, but I really do believe that 100%. I do. So this verse goes on to say that God will be a treasure. Oh, yes, indeed. He is our greatest treasure, is he not? And wisdom and knowledge. Anybody else besides me ever need some wisdom and some knowledge? I ask the Lord for those things all the time, all the time. And I pray those things for other people, for my loved ones, all the time. Lord, give them all of the wisdom that they need for this exact situation today. Lord, give them knowledge that comes from the Holy Spirit that they would be able to kind of like uh, just have supernatural God-given insight into situations and circumstances that you would lead them so clearly that they know exactly what you want them to do in each and every moment. Yeah, I pray that. And I also pray God be their greatest treasure, be my children's greatest treasure, be my husband's greatest treasure and, you know, and so on, right? Like I'm, you can pray that for other people too. And I hope that you do because that's a beautiful gift that's a beautiful gift to give someone praying for them like that. Uh, God hears and God answers those prayers. He does it all the time. So why not get in on the goods, right? Get in on the action on this. Let's just pray and see God answer those kinds of prayers. Uh, he has promised to be your treasure, your wisdom, your knowledge. How cool is that? Verse six ends with this. It says, the fear of the Lord is your treasure, is, present tense right now, yes. So do you have a healthy fear of the Lord? Leaving some, some silence here for a second so you can think about that. Do you have a healthy, not unhealthy, a healthy fear of the Lord? You know, I do know that 
you know, okay, let me just tell you, when it comes to the word of God, here's what I know that I know that I know because I've read it so many times. When people in God's word saw the Lord, they were stone cold out. Like I'm talking about on their faces, unable to stand up, knowing that just being in his presence, they ought to drop dead. They should be dead just for being in his presence. So yeah, there is a holiness that we just simply cannot possibly fathom. We can't do it. We don't get it. But how can we? Our God is an all-consuming fire, says the word. How can we get that? How can we grasp that? That's amazing. So there is a, a fear of the Lord that is like that. And there is nothing wrong with that. We need to realize that we cannot even imagine how holy, how righteous our God is. We cannot fathom his holiness. It's okay to know that. It's good to know that. But here is what we can get a hold of. A fear of the Lord that honors him, that reveres him, that holds him in such high esteem that we order our days around him. We wake up to him. We fall asleep with him. He speaks. We hear and we obey. God is moving say, over here in the world, doing something. And we get on board with that. The Lord lays on our heart to pray for somebody. And yeah, we get after it. We pray and we pray and we pray. And it's Holy Spirit-led praying. He is our everything every day. He is our all in all at all times. Do we live like that? Do I live like that? Do you live like that? How about this December, this Christmas season, you just decide to live that way. You will not regret it. You will not regret it. You will never regret living with a healthy fear of the Lord, letting him be the sole purpose for your, your days, the ins and outs, the regular, the irregular, the boring, the dramatic. He's it. He's the reason for it all, right? He's the reason that we make the right, the right choice in a difficult situation. He's the reason we pray for that person whose heart seems just so cold. He's the reason we forgive. He's the reason we give sacrificially to the needs that are around us. He's the reason we get up an hour early and we spend time with our Bible open and our faces flat as we pray and cry out to him and hear what he would speak to us. He's the reason. He's the reason. Okay, so... um you know, you won't regret living that way. In fact, you may well grow to love it so much that you're never going to want to live differently. And I hope that that will be the case. In fact, I dare to say, I'm pretty sure it will be. Pretty sure it will be. Okay, so this is a shorter episode today. Let me check my time. Yeah, I am. I'm about 10 or so minutes shorter than usual. But um, it's December. And, I'm, you know, you are welcome to keep listening to more episodes that would bless me and hopefully bless you because you're just hearing about God's word and his promises and, and believing him more and more. Every time you listen to an episode, that's the goal. And I believe that I believe that happens based on a feedback that I get from people. And just because I, I'm an introvert, for me to do this means I'm, this is all Jesus. Like it's Jesus led. This is me living what I just said to you, how to live your life with a healthy fear of the Lord. I fear him too much to not record the podcast episodes when he puts a verse on my heart and says, let's talk about this one today, Jan. Okay. Like, I mean, I fear him too much to disobey him in that arena. So if you want to binge listen, go ahead. If not, you know, it's, this is shorter because it's December for me too. And I got stuff to, I mean, everything normal plus all the other stuff that comes up in December too. So stuff to do. But um, some of the stuff I've had come up is really cool, really amazing, really awesome. I'm so blessed to be part of it. 
Uh, so listen up. One more thing to mention, and this is worth listening to. I am part of the Woman to Woman Ministries 10th Annual Christmas Blessing Giveaway. And there's a cash prize. So it's like actual cash. It's just under $500, and one person is going to get that cash money they're going to win it all. It's not divvied up. It just goes to one person. Super easy to enter. It's a raffle copter um, process. So you probably have seen those before. Like each entry is like, um, follow this person on Instagram and you get more entries, that kind of thing. Right. So, and I'm a part of that. So I would be so blessed for, you know, everybody who would follow any of my stuff. If you, one of the things on there is to go to my website, janlbert.com and sign up for my email list. I don't email a lot. Usually it is just about freebies and giveaways and things like that. So um, wouldn't it be cool if somebody won both, like won this one and then won my giveaway, which will close on the 15th and that's for two books this month. This giveaway is all cash. It ends on the 13th of December. So not too long. This is a short turnaround on this giveaway. Um, I'm going to put that link in the show notes and it's also on um, my website, the blog page. So the website I just mentioned, my name, J-A-N-L-B-U-R-T.com. Click on the blog tab and the first blog post is, you're going to see it. It says Christmas giveaway. Click on it. The raffle copter link is right there. I hope you enter and I hope you win. I really do. I want somebody Um, I want the right person to win, but it's also really cool when I'm praying for somebody that I know wins because um, I'm just praying that because I feel like it. So that's how I'm praying. So, okay. So thank you to all who follow my platforms already. And to all of you who might follow me on my platforms via the giveaway, I really appreciate it. I really do want to grow my new YouTube channel because that's what makes YouTube happy. Subscribers makes YouTube happy. And when YouTube is happy, then when people go to YouTube and they search for God's promises, let's be honest, YouTube is just a giant search engine at its core. When they search for that, they're more likely to find my page and hopefully be encouraged by, as I said earlier, I'm just, the, my fear of the Lord, um, I'm going to obey him. And he called me to keep talking about his promises. So I want to grow the YouTube channel so that a happy YouTube will, uh, it boosts my search up higher, right? When people search for God's promises, my videos are going to come up higher if more people subscribe. Long story short. And also, I hope you would watch or listen to some of the videos as well. So I want them to find the page. I want them to be encouraged by the hope that God's promises have for them because people need it. So help me to um, help me do what God's called me to do. I'd appreciate that so much. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Really, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Okay. And that is it for today. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Burt Not Ernie Show, part of the Spark Network, now playing in the Edify app. I will see you back here next time for episode 66. Bye-bye and Merry Christmas, my friend. I'm so glad you joined me for this episode of the Burt Not Ernie Show. It's an honor and a blessing to talk about God's promises with you. Have a fabulous day. And remember, part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Lord bless. I'll see you next time.